Welcome to Tales She Told Me, a podcast featuring honest conversations about what it means to be a woman, a mother, and in business. I'm your host, Farah Haydar. Today's episode is a little different. I won't have a guest on. It's just going to be me talking to you. I'm going to be doing this occasionally on the show where I'll share with you tidbits that have helped me during my career, starting a business, and trying to be the absolute best mother I can be. So let me know if you like it. Today's talk is really inspired by a conversation I was having with a girlfriend of mine. It's the usual stuff. Summer, shuffling the kids, husbands traveling, etc. And she was really busy with her work. And she was feeling guilty about asking so much from her family. Especially because it's a really busy part of the year. You know, it's end of school, summer vacation, kids are at home. Now, I don't know about you, but I really relate to this scenario. The guilt around having other members of our family make accommodations for us to work. And I don't think I'm alone in it. So all this kind of got me thinking, why do I always feel guilty or like it's this extreme burden when things are busy? Why is it a family sacrifice when it's me and just an everyday thing when it's my husband? And here's kind of what I came up with. I think it's my attitude that actually reinforces the attitude I'm complaining about. It's in how I frame my work and its relative importance in our lives. So just stick with me a second here. I want to share with you an analogy. You probably have heard it, but it's basically this philosophy professor comes in before his class. He puts a jar in front of him, fills it with rocks. Class says, jar is full. Then he puts pebbles and shows the class the jar can indeed take more. And again, the class says, jar is full. Then he pours sand in the jar. Of course, the sand fills the gaps between the pebbles and the rocks. And again, the class says, okay, now the jar is really full. So he pulls out a beer and pours it in, effectively filling the jar. And then he says, I want you to recognize that this is your life. The rocks are the important things, your family, your health, your children, anything that is so important to you that if it were lost, you would be nearly destroyed. The pebbles are the other things in life that matter, but on a smaller scale. The pebbles represent material things like your job, your house, your car. The sand is everything else, the small stuff. If you put the sand or the pebbles into the jar first, there's no room for the rocks. The same goes for your life. If you spend all your energy and time on the small stuff, you will never have room for the things that are truly most important. Take care of the rocks first, the things that really matter. Set your priorities. The rest is just pebbles and sand. Okay, so I know a lot of you have heard that analogy, but it came back to me because I want you to ask yourself, like I asked myself, am I treating my dreams, my work, my priorities as rocks or pebble? For me, I often frame my work as pebbles. It had to fit around all the duties I had to everyone else before I could work on it. And that led me to a lot of questionable decisions in my life. It also built this really unsustainable expectation in my family that their slightest need would always trump mine. When we approach the time we spend on our dreams or on our passions as optional or as a burden, they're framed that way within our family context and our everyday conversations. And without us even realizing it, it becomes a struggle to even make the time especially if you have a busy life, busy spouse, etc. But when we frame the problem differently, when we say our spouse is a rock, our children are rocks, but our dreams, they're rocks too. 
Then our thinking shifts. The expectations we set shifts. I'll give you an example. All right. Here's the scenario. It's August 2020. It's COVID. And I'm talking to a friend of mine about what to do with the kids because basically they were going to be homeschooled. We were all still working. And she said, well, I had so many things planned for this year, things I wanted to work on. But I guess with the kids home, that's just not going to happen. And I'm just going to have to give it all up. Now, I can relate to that, too. You know, I was thinking, am I even going to be able to operate my business with my kids at home needing full-time care? And there have been many times when I've put aside a dream or an ambition because it, it just wasn't the right time. Or what about the kids? Spoiler alert, it's never the right time. <laughs> so I said to her, you know, what if you had to do those things? What if you couldn't cancel? How would you solve that problem? And from that conversation, we banded together with a few other families who were experiencing the same thing and created a pod. So the adults took turns watching the kids, and that way the kids had exposure to other kids. We had a very small pod. I think it was like six kids. And the all the parents could work because each one of us just took a day to watch the kids, and then we had the rest of our, the time to ourselves. And I would argue that in many ways, this was a better solution. All of us could work. The kids had social contact. We didn't feel so isolated in the pandemic. We also could take advantage of the natural talent several of the parents had. Was it hard? Yes. <laughs> Was it perfect? Uh, no. But we made it work. And we made it work in a way that honored what we needed to do as adults. You know, how we frame problems, what we choose as important, our rocks and pebbles, literally frames the way we see the world and what we can see as acceptable solutions. So if you're hitting a roadblock where there doesn't seem to be a good solution, I'd urge you to look at how you're framing the problem. What assumptions are you making that could be different? Question everything. And make sure that somewhere in there, what you really want those things that call to your soul are there too. Thank you guys for joining me today. I hope you got something out of that. Reach out on all social media platforms at Farah Haydar and tell me what's the one thing you're struggling with today. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll get notified when a new episode is available. Also, I'm giving away a PDF of some of the best quotes we've had on the show, beautifully designed to print, cut, paste, whatever you like. Email me at Farah at Farah Haydar and title it Quotes. Talk to you soon. Till then, chase your happy.